What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Lasting Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Digital Relaxation, and we are back again for another episode. And as always, uh, if you guys enjoy what you hear, what you're going to hear, please be sure to share and rate this podcast and all of that good stuff. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know if what I said last episode. <laughs> Usually I listen to my episodes back, but I did not listen to my last episode. So if I did say it or if I did not say it, I'm going to say it now or reiterate um, the whole my schedule thing and with me trying to go weekly and whatnot. Um, I'm trying to stick to weekly, but the kind of the topic of this episode is going to kind of kind can't even speak <laughs> it's going to kind of lead to me explaining why i did not do an episode last week aside from the other reason but uh, uh, i don't i'm not gonna blame other people and not i told you guys i had a plan for the mother's day episode and unfortunately that did not happen um so we going from there uh but that's not the main main reason why um I didn't do an episode last week. Um, so before I get into that, of course, um, what I've been up to. Um, I did not write a question of the day. Um, fair warning. Maybe I'll think of one while I'm doing this episode. But as of right now, I do not have one. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, music. Um, uh, I don't want to say this is like recent um as you probably have known if you've been listening to my podcast um i have been following a artist uh what what i categorize her as um yes i want to say a soul singer but she's very experimental with her sound that i can't just you know, like like at the core of her music is so you no know, vibe, but there's a lot more to um to her style. But she um she have finally released well I won't say finally, but she have um released her uh her debut album um um earlier in this month um so i've listened to it uh like the day after it came out or the day of it came out i'm not sure but the problem was i forgot that kind of came out and by the time i listened to it it was like i like to listen to music you know mainly when i'm working or whatnot um and i was kind of already like done so i didn't have the proper time to cherish what i heard but i mean all around is solid but um my playlist was was coming on today and it was shuffling through random songs and it started shuffling into her album and there's a song it stood out to me before but like i said i only listened to the album once so i didn't give it time but the song stood out to me before um so let me go with um there's 10 songs 
it seems on this album that's 10 songs on this album um stay away from me is a song that came out last year as a single and uh i love that song i'm pretty sure i talked about it on the podcast um and i wasn't sure if she was dropping a project and not that she released that she announced that she's gonna be dropping an album so think of course about me like i say i don't like to let singles dictate how i'm going to perceive a project so she dropped two more songs and videos to promote this album but i did not i, I purposely chose not to listen to them because like i want to listen to the album freshly um to get the whole purpose of the project and i i wasn't even sure stay away we're going to be on it because like i said the song came out a year ago well not you know like late last year but a year ago so i wasn't sure if she was gonna put it um on on it but it is on it um track seven but yeah um this album i don't this this album the problem was it's good but where I was in my mental space at the time, which I'm gonna talk about the topic. I, I wasn't I was conflicted on how I should enjoy it. Um but now that I've gotten over my hurdle for the most point, um there's a song on here, uh track four called Run. Um and um dopely enough, uh this song um features i want to say features but features like vocal airing from her father which if i mentioned before her father is bobby mcferrin who is most known for making the um don't worry be happy song so it's kind of a nice you know father daughter duo there but he he does like a great <laughs> vocal airing on the song like the instrumental itself is very simple but he adds more and makes us feel like there's a lot more going on in this song and that song literally just spoke to me like all day like i literally had that song on repeat all day um and it's <sighs> song is four minutes long four three minutes long four minutes long but she doesn't say a lot it's it's more so it's an experience so it feels short because she doesn't say a lot um but the song is kind of simple in terms of what she says like but the whole point of the song it's it's hard because this album can be taken as two ways um because I, I saw someone wrote a comment now i'm not sure um I'm, i mean she she wrote like I think while she yeah like while she um made this project um and it's it's, it's funny that this um kind of what led to it is what's been bothering me so like last year she had a um, near death experience where she and her partner um, got into a car incident and you know like 
that's the pictures it's like the way the car looked looked like they shouldn't have survived that but they came out unscathed for the most part um and it was just a lot more and it feels like the whole project sounds like a big uh a big inner battle with her and her relationship from the whole song but also with funny enough the song run and the song afterwards is called god herself both these songs well with that in mind the song run makes me feel like she speaks from the point of view of you know of god like the, the the context of the lyrics is no I can take you to somewhere better if you trust me which usually that's mainly with the whole point of our faith in your God is you know we all believe in if we hold our faith with God and you know where we go afterwards is going to be even better than what we've been dealing with here um, and there's a part the part of the song is you no know, when it's all said and done you won't have to wish that you knew how to run because you know you don't you won't need to run away from anything no more like everything will be better and now that i am in the space i am now that song speaks to me a lot um and yeah like i said that song been on repeat the, uh all day so far um that might be my song of the week if you have not heard well if you have heard the album i'll give you the album listen but if you want a song of the week that's my song of the week uh, madison mcferrin run <laughs> um but yeah that's mainly that um also with music um i'm planning to obviously release more music uh, myself um I already plan like I, I, like you know when things when I get concepts and ideas in my head I kind of stick with it but I like to honestly pace myself so after I dropped um, my Deliberation album which was last year I, I immediately knew what my next album was going to be <laughs> um, but honestly you know everything that happened with releasing that last project I was kind of left mentally drained from doing another project for some time like a serious project i did recently drop a mixtape but that was just me just having fun um and i'm planning on probably dropping another mixtape this year uh the sole reason for that is because we are celebrating the 50 years of hip-hop and you know why not honor it by doing more music <laughs> um and kind of the, the last project was kind of a I don't want to say a love letter, but it was kind of like, you know, The Quiet Storm is the name of the mixtape, and it was kind of, you know, catered to slow vibes and being chill and whatnot. Uh, this next project is going to be somewhat similar, but just more catered to where I am in my headspace and just my appreciation for hip hop, I guess. So that's that and then my next project which most likely gonna be done next year um is gonna be more my more serious driven project that hopefully i could probably release this one as well um on streaming platforms 
but yeah that's about it for music aside from listening to the same stuff i've always been listening to <laughs> um going into gaming um so last time i talked about redfall um i have beaten it since the last episode um and i'm still sticking to what i said the, that game that game is just very uninspiring like felt like whoever made it like i said it felt like whoever made like when they made that game it, they it, like they made it solely like hey like, like we need to i don't know like they want to they like they had to fulfill a quota or something that's what that's what that game literally felt like like oh we need to make something uh just scramble something up together and drop that yeah we don't care that's what that felt like <laughs> um so the game is very I mean, the game don't even know what it wants to be. Like, it's a looter shooter, and I already explained my issues with looter shooters. Like, the problem of no having, like, you know, every gun you find, like, hey, it's a nice gun. And then you pick up another gun, and it's like, oh, this one is stronger, but it's missing one feature that the other gun has. So the question is, do you want the weaker gun that has the better you know effects and attachments with it or you want the obviously the stronger gun that's gonna help you if i can kill everyone it is stupid because there's no crafting no upgrade system like like i mentioned before with, with um with destiny and whatnot like there's a gun in the game that's dope but obviously you find a gun that's stronger it's like now that gun is worthless because obviously the enemy's gonna get strong as you progress through the game because more than likely the game works on if looter shooter um uh mechanics you know the more your character levels up and you know unlike your skill tree or not obviously the enemies are gonna level up with you so you're not gonna be op like by the time you get the end of the game like they still gonna keep them challenging so you're gonna have to keep needing new guns so you can't craft your guns to be stronger you just gotta keep picking up stronger guns and that sucks because it's like they had there's guns with like silencers on them even snipers and it's like that's great because you know when you shoot one uh, vampire and then they oh because they got the freaking they got annoying teleportation ability i don't know why they tell they well they move so fast that it seemed like they teleporting so it's like you alert one vampire next thing 10 just teleport right on you and it's like bro so you can use the sniper but the problem is the sniper is too weak so you trying to headshot and they left with literally a scratch of life and you got to quickly kill him before you alert the rest of the vampires and it's like that sucks so I, and then oh i got a stronger sniper but this one do not have a silencer on it and it's like what's the what's the point like once i shoot this i'm gonna be hoarded by by vampires so it's, just, it's annoying um the game's stupid <laughs> uh the story is stupid my character actually explains it the most um spoiler alert i guess but in a nutshell the game is basically about rich kids that want it all i'll let you figure the rest out <laughs> um so that's that um 
but I just wanted to beat it because, you know, like I said, there wasn't really nothing else to play at the time. Um, but now that I'm done with that, um, I am slithering back to Cyberpunk as always. I started to finish this playthrough, and then I think I'm going to do a vanilla playthrough because probably since my third playthrough, I want to say, I mean... <sighs> I want to say since my third playthrough, yeah, probably since my third playthrough, I've been using mods. Um, my second playthrough was my 100% playthrough, so I wasn't really using mods. Um, but after that, I started using mods. Um, but the game, like, changed so much and kind of runs differently and whatnot with mods i want to see how it feels to play the game again as it was like as it is right now like if i was to buy the game right this moment how would the game play and just experience it like vanilla again one more time um there's that um forespoken um it's final dlc i believe uh i think technically either it's today or tomorrow might be tomorrow. Um, if you have the digital deluxe version of Forspoken, the DLC is out tomorrow or today um, for early access, but it's officially out Friday. So I'm probably going to be playing that. Well, I mean, I'm most likely going to be playing that, but I don't know if I'm going to play that Friday because I want to do something for the weekend um, and it's going to leave me not being home. So I might not be able to play it exactly but i am gonna plan on playing it so now that redfall is out the way and these games are coming back i have something to do now afterwards but that's that um yeah that's gaming um tv and film um so i imagine the main reason why i wanted to do my mother's day thing uh episode was also kind of due to the tupac um and afini shakur Dear Mama documentary um, where the documentary portrays and recounts the life of Tupac and his mother and the parallel journeys that they both went throughout in their lives um, and so one person um, I watched uh, not watched but I was listening to um, Dr. Umar Johnson talk about, about it and it was like it's like he Tupac lived his mother's life all over again but through a different medium as she was uh, you know, a black panther revolutionary and he was you know an artist musician and and uh actor um so it's dope um and i wanted to focus more on the mother aspect but um since then uh i did finish watching the whole thing um and oh it breaks my heart every time like my weird relationship with Tupac and his music um um yeah my relationship uh, my relationship with Tupac is one of well my brother um that's his favorite so being the youngest you know whatever he's into i kind of followed for the most part but you know even as i got older and you know was able to like explore more like 
Tupac just always spoke to me and yeah and like every time I watch a documentary or something about Tupac and it always gets to the point where we lose him and everyone talks about how impactful he is it's like damn like I don't know it just breaks my heart because it's like (laughs) even though he was technically there in my lifetime by the time I knew who he was he was already dead um, you know, he passed in 96. No, I'm only two years old. <laughs> so by the time I knew who Tupac was, probably 99, the earliest or the latest, actually. You know, he's already dead. So he's already solidified as this figure in my head since I knew who he was to this point. He's still been up top like that like it's crazy it's like it's like we knew from day one like what we lost and we never really got that back and that's that hurts that really hurts but yeah um but uh aside from that um i went back into my my early 2000 bag <laughs> my flavor of love bag um i was bored on netflix um you know, usually if I am like bored, bored, Netflix is like my end of the line go to. <laughs> um, but I saw this show. Uh, well, I saw a bunch of shows, but I saw one that stood out to me, and then it's called Perfect Match. <laughs> um, it's uh, I think it's a Netflix original. Um, but it's the per the the purpose of this show, if you don't know, is basically there's like I think there's what I forgot either six guys and six girls or whatever the number is uh basically there's there's an even number of people obviously and the point of the show is basically to see if you can find your perfect match um so you know you spend these people come into this place and they know they meet everyone there and then you have to match up with somebody uh by the end of the day to know hopefully that you you think that person is going to be your perfect match um that's going to be the person you end up with and then there's like challenges they do like to test their compatibility and whatnot um it's 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 really just mindless like watching but it's fun um there's a lot of flaws in it like like so just explaining it was flawed like there's also another flaw of like like the people who win like like the couple that win the challenge has well they win like a, a like a private date like a little special private date for, with each other to you know increase their bond potentially and then they get control of the boardroom which they have the option to bring back two people and usually they alternate between a male and female so like one episode they'll bring back two males um and they will pick two females that's like already partnered up with somebody 
and they probably feel like oh well we can clearly see this person is not really happy with this person so i must bring this dude in the house and put them on a date with this person and see if that will work and you know that's that so they'll bring two people in so like my example they'll bring two guys in to date two other girls while they already paired up with someone else to probably intervene with that relationship already um or to just you know out of the kind of kindness of their hearts to find like they feel like this person would be better for them so they come back to the house and then it's like all right well now we realize that we have two extra guys here um so either either everyone can partner back up again or these two guys can wiggle their way into matching with someone and whoever the last two guys are that's not matched up has to leave and the show keeps basically rinse and repeat then like set the next episode whoever wins then there'll be females that come in so it's rinse and repeat so it's not a show that's like like flavor of love like you know eventually someone gets eliminated and it's down to like you know the last girl but like the show constantly alternates like couples and people there's never really a a couple that leads it wasn't until like the last episode when couples were starting to like leave and break apart so it was it was it, it's a very flawed thing but it was fun um so the problem with me watching that show was i did, uh, the show is basically a um how you describe this it's basically a a a mix-up because there's different shows that these netflix shows have which i'm talking about one of them is love is blind um the mole ultimatum uh i think there's something else that i don't remember but there's a bunch of shows that's like you know similar like this so all of these people are from these shows and there they happen to come here so the problem is i did not watch none of these shows before so all these people to me are new but all these people like oh like hey i see you on this show or some of these people who've been on the same show together like oh hey we're back together <laughs> um like i'm like oh so this this lore behind this <laughs> uh, so i'm like ah crap well since i already watched this I'm not going to go back and watch all the other ones because obviously it's going to be spoilers for like the, the love show. Like clearly if they ended up here, that means something didn't work out in, a, in their other show. So I didn't watch that. But they did recently drop uh, the fourth season of Love is Blind. <laughs> so I, I, decided to find, I, I decided to watch that. Uh, so it's a whole new cast for me. Um, no, I don't know any of these people from the previous show. So everything was new for me. So it was a good start over. Um, so for Love is Blind, um, the way this show works is, I don't want to say self-explanatory, but there's what? 15 people i don't want to say all together but i think it might be 15 you know male and female uh which is a lot and you're basically you know you go through a pot you're you you're both are locked in like this pod this potted room together with you know a wall between each other and you know the point is to basically 
out of all those 15 people that you talk to interact with find that one person that you think you can actually fall in love with solely off of just you know what yeah giving each other in that room without seeing this person at all so like you know this person because it sound like the most amazing person but maybe you might not be physically attracted to that person when you see them so that's the risk um but yeah that's the whole purpose of the show it's like and i mean it's a lot more to the show um so you find whoever you've been like talking to like you feel like say you find someone like oh i really like this person a lot so you are locked in with this person you guys are constantly talking into each other in the pod this is the only person you're questing to talk to um what they calling their dates because they do like you know it's like it's like it's like think of long distance but y'all together physically still uh like you know you do long distance things that you know obviously like hey let's play i don't know let's play connect four and like all right i'm moving my piece to the fifth slot and you know like obviously they can't see so you just gotta yeah i gotta work together um but they are physically in the building together <laughs> um so you lock up with this person and you're like oh, you know what I, I i really love this person i'm falling in love with this person you propose to them <laughs> right there and there if you want if you propose to this person that's when you get to see them <laughs> um and that's where it goes from there that you know from there i think it's two weeks afterwards after that um it's your wedding so you have two weeks after finally meeting each other they are put into a home to live together and that's where you know they got two weeks to build this relationship of you know everything like everything that needs to be ironed out to our you know before we get to our wedding day and then when the wedding day comes whoever you know if, if a couple makes it to the wedding day uh whatnot basically you know the end is will you say i do at the end or will you walk away and leave your partner at the altar so it's just this whole journey but even that show got flaws because i don't know how the other previous seasons worked but like i said it's like 15 people per you know female male the show only focused on like six couples like we have no clue who the other people are like there was there was literally an episode where like they had like a because i think it's someone's birthday um and so they you know they invited all the couples there but then they also invited like a few people who were from like the pod together like hey we were no we were no and they showed one person and because they do they do the um you know how reality shows do like the little little interview rooms where they talk mid show about their experience um so they were doing that and they put one character like oh like they just showed their name like yeah this person was in the pod and that was it like they didn't interact with no characters they didn't do no interview i'm like like y'all gotta y'all gotta thin the people down or something i don't know <laughs> like all those people and y'all only focused on the same like it made it feel like that's where that's where it kills the immersion for me of like how like how much is this like legit um you know like so i don't know but i need to figure a way to not make these shows too flawed <laughs> uh, but yeah that's what i've been watching <laughs> i love stuff um 
And last but not least, um, I did go to the movie theaters. I I believe I did talk about it. Um, I did go watch Guardians three. Um, and it was great. I I enjoyed it. Um, probably my probably I won't even say my favorite, but probably the best. Like within the MCU franchise, uh, like its own separate like you know the story, whatever the solo projects. This is probably the best one. Um, out of all of them because honestly the the first one been my, like my favorite for the most like out of the entire MCU films together like the first Guardian movie is very solid the second one in hindsight is a lot better now um, obviously at the moment it was eh like you wasn't sure like because because it was it, it, this one it suffered from the second one suffered from the reason why I like the Guardians. Like, it's, this one suffered from, all right, like, we established this universe, this group of people. Now, y'all should interact with the other, like, Avenger characters, but y'all still doing your own thing again. And timeline-wise, it makes sense because the second movie, I think, literally happens either weeks or months after the first movie so technically that makes sense like they literally did the first movie and then they did the second movie like right there so obviously the infinity war stuff was down the road um so that's why i felt weird because people didn't really know the timeline i guess but like I said, in hindsight, it's a lot better. It's a lot solid now because it all makes sense. Um, then the third movie, it was great. Um, basically, it, you know, returned to the first one kind of with you no know, sticking to his own little pocket and not really relying on the MCU, basically. Um, like, like if they like if like if whatever reason, like, like Guardians was like to be purchased by another company like lights like how spider-man is like with sony and marvel at the same time like say another company just purport purchase guardians and just swipe guardians away from mcu like hey we want everything guardians like these three movies are now us like you can't stream it on disney or nothing like this is now our movies it works without the mcu that's what's great about it you can watch all three of these movies without the mcu you can just be a marvel fan and get the reference you don't have to be an mcu fan to get the reference like that's what's great about these movies like the other movies like oh like yeah that makes sense because this happened in that movie and this happened in this movie oh it's leading up to this movie like guardians is just is there like the only little things is the first movie like oh thanos is there okay that's it he, you know, like, and I like, I like that how his role was because it was like, it was like how Kang is now. Like, yeah, he's there. That's Thanos. That's the big bad dude who, you know, come Infinity War is going to break all of our hearts. But he's right there as a normal dude in the first Guardians, just being a villain. Like, hey, I'm going to kill you guys and bring me the power and all of that. Like, he's just a simple villain. 
so it was like you know it, 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 it didn't have that deep impact like oh like this is Dan or this is the big big guy like yeah like it, he was just there <laughs> so it, it worked um so yeah great movie great trilogy because I believe this is the last Guardians um I believe the characters are gonna be like I guess side characters in different projects which is cool but um as a guardians film this is the last one because um uh, james gunn is now running dc so he's not gonna be doing that no more uh so yeah um so uh, the topic um uh i get this is yeah, this is the me being transparent with you guys moment uh, I'm probably gonna briefly talk about this though cause my throat is killing me now um been too long since I spoke <laughs> I don't speak a lot um but so the reason why a lot of things going back to why I didn't do an episode last week and going back to uh, the album I was referencing even going back to Tupac Dear uh, Mama because that all plays a part in why everything with me been happening lately um, I don't I don't want to say it's random but it's, it was kind of it's kind of random but it was a mix of things starting with the Tupac um, story but I recently and I had this problem a long time ago and I this was probably one of my when I was in like probably one of my darkest moments in my life during like the darkest point of my depression and these were the moments where I was I was scared of being alone by myself because I hated being alone with my thoughts and the stuff that I thought about. Um, so that's why even to this day, I don't need it no more, but to this day still, I sleep watching something. Like I have to have something, cause I don't want to like, I, like I guess I, I don't, well, I don't want to, like I said, now I don't need it. I can, I can, I can go sleep without it, but it's, it's just reflexing me now. And because I also enjoy, I enjoy sound like not too loud but like just there to put me to sleep um where i was living at before um i had a ceiling fan that even in winter or summer i always had it on constantly when i go to sleep so hearing the fan spin was you know it was it was cool background noise for me but i don't have one in this home now so i it's it'll be quiet so um, I enjoy using it more, but I don't need it. Um, I found myself not using it a few times. But um, before I was doing that, you know, being a high school student and depressed out of my mind and um, we, we had a rule um, during like my high school years that you know like most of our mainly video games was off limits during school weeks so I couldn't hang out with 
with you know the people who were close to me that I'm no longer around because you know I moved a whole another state away. Um, so that's the one thing that was keeping us connected. So you know, I look forward to those weekends because that was everything to me. Um, but you know, like I said, when it's just me during the weekdays or once the game is over and I'm back in my bed and it's just me and my thoughts and my bed at night and I would obviously think about the one thing that's you know stopping me from being here when I was just deaf um and to this day uh, and I think I, I'm accepting it now and this is leading to what I'm going to talk about but to this day I don't think I will ever be okay with the afterlife um, which is crazy enough because I did have an episode talking about the afterlife and about how you know you should perceive it the way you want to perceive it that's not my issue my issue is just the idea of it <sighs> and that was my dilemma when I was at my darkest point of time because it was like I want to go away. I, I want this talk to end. I'm like, you know, I'm tired of my life. But the other side don't sound too cool either. Like good or bad. I, I I'm not a fan of either one. So I'm literally trapped in living but on autopilot I'm just existing I'm not even living I'm just existing and for like a good close to a decade I just been existing um and I think it kind of dawned on me now that I think even now if I if I guess if I'm being honest I think I still had just been existing um I mean I gotten better I've been improving a lot but it dawned on me a lot that kind of just been existing and the Tupac documentary kind of reignited that with me because here's this dude like I said like you know since I knew about Tupac you know he was already passed away but since I knew about him he always been on this high pedestal for what he's done in his life and what he contributed and how we look at him and that only just kept on growing stronger and stronger as i got older and like his impact never diminished like the fact that we literally we literally just got this document this is not this is not like an old document they literally like recently just filmed this documentary uh, like the fact that how his well i mean part of it was also his mother uh, but it was like the fact that he his legacy is still that strong and the man was only 24 25 when he passed you know when you were when you were younger you look like that like you know he's no damn like you always looked at him like he's he was a grown wise man but now i'm older than him when he passed it was like you know it's, it's the comparison thing you know like what the this man legacy is it's 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 an order like i don't think i don't i'm not sure there'll be a time where we'll forget this man um and you know now that i'm i'm no spiritually older than him 
it's like what the hell I've been doing, you know? Like, yeah, I've been doing. I'm, I mean, I do all of this, but to what degree is like, you know, like who was this changing? Who this impacting? Like, you no, know, to this day, I don't really get people talking to me about. Hey, I listen to your podcast. I enjoy it. Oh, so it's like, and then there's an episode where he talks about, you know, even in other interviews about how he's just like so ready and prepared for what comes next. And like, you know, if I, if I die, you know, I live the good life, you know, I'm not tripping, even though he's like, like, bro, like, like uh, Snoop Dogg said it too like you know technically people say like probably by the time you're 27 that's when you're technically looked at as like you're grown like you're still like you know till then you still you know you're still just a baby like you know you saw when people say some people say that like oh you're still a baby like <laughs> like this man was still just a kid and to tell him talk about like you know like only two decades on this planet, but I, I enjoyed my life. I'm cool if it ends right now. And it's like, damn, like, I don't, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not cool if it ends right now. And that's what, that's what I, what I came to terms with. Because it's like, you know, what did I leave behind? Um, so I've been fighting with, not fighting, but coming to terms with, respecting and cherishing my mortality. Um, I've grown to really, really, really appreciate the life um, I've been given. And, you know, um, just, uh, um, just not like, like I said, not just existing anymore. Like I want to start, you know, really, really uh, living my life and do things to stop letting things shackle me from living my life. Like it's just too much. Like, cause you know, all of this, all everything, like you know, everything that's been going on with the world, everything that's going on, all the other issues, even like down to the serious stuff, like you know, racism, all of that, corruption, then all everything, all the other stuff that's been going on. But it's like at the end of the day, you know, that moment where we close our eyes and go sleep, like literally go sleep, like the moment we do that, all of that don't matter no more. Cause it's just now it's just you, it's just you in your mind, and it's like when it gets to the point where that's gonna be it afterwards when we're gone, like some things are worth fighting for, but some things also is not worth sacrificing your own life for. Cause this may be the only one we have left, and I want. I don't want to leave here without with regretting my life. I last I spent damn near a decade on autopilot. Like there's some moments here and there, but for the most part, there's like probably a good 
black hole in my head about a time that I really did not enjoy in my life. And if God forbid something was happening to me soon, like you know, it's not a life I want to look back on. So I just want to be able to do more now. I want to be present in my life and start living my life a lot more and do things more. Just things that's coming up that I'm very excited for this year. Um, and I just want to keep planning to do more, more further. Uh, but I can't, I can't be afraid to live my life anymore. And yeah. <laughs> um that's mainly it but that's also um, the point of also with that uh with madison's album and the songs um like i don't know just the idea of the afterlife and will it really be all better no if i put my trust in her <laughs> uh but like I said, I've gotten, uh, I, I, I've, I don't, I can't say I dealt with it. I don't like saying I, you know, I handled that man, but like, you know, I'm good now. The fact that I can talk about it, I'm good now. The fact that I made this episode, I'm good now. Um, I tried to vent to it with my best friend, but she's going through some things right now too. So it kind of went through one ear out the other, but it felt good for me just to say it out loud and not just in my head so um i appreciate her just being present to for me saying it um even though she don't don't even remember what i said um but uh, give me a second yeah like my throat is dying now um but yeah that's that's what I've been dealing with. So I, I wasn't in the mood to record anything because I I was just in a limbo state again, and I want to get myself out of this. Um, it uh, it's hard. Like I don't have problems with being alone, but I I think a lot. I, I overthink a lot and you know as much as I like this podcast and whatnot you know I can only talk about so much with myself on this platform like there's a lot that I do want to talk about there's a lot that I would love to talk about on this podcast but I know it would be a lot better if I had someone to talk to rather than me just talking about it um but I don't really have no one that I mean available on the top of my head that I can just bring up. So a lot of stuff that I would like to I would love to talk to. I, I don't. Um but <clears throat> to end this on a relaxing thought note, um yeah, uh I think that should go for. Oh, I mean, I'm not gonna tell you what to do with your life, but I think this should go for everyone, though. Like, you no, know, we should, we should, should, you know, appreciate our lives more and do more, and just do more for ourselves. Um, so I'm doing more for myself, like, you know, not trying to be shackled by things no more. 
and just going with it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to choke out here. I'm dying. Um, but yeah, um, I'd like to say more, but my throat is preventing me from continuing. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, you know, share, rate, all of that good stuff. Um, um, yeah, <laughs> until next time. Hope you guys have a great day, a great week, and yeah, peace.